everybody. Welcome to Cruise Control. It is Monday, January 16th, 2023. And I feel like it's been a little bit of a shitstorm today, just saying because technical difficulties, but apologies, we're a little bit late. Apparently, computers want to be assholes once in a while. But anyways, welcome to Cruise Control, the show we talk about entertainment news for you, the people, from people that actually work in the entertainment industry. All right, joining me again tonight, as always, is Miss Sabrina Vittori. Welcome to the program, Sabrina. How are you doing tonight? Hi, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, how's your day been? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, not a lot of traffic on the way into work today because it's Martin Luther King Day, but on the way home, I had a bit of a shitstorm myself, so I'm glad I made it. That's good. Yeah, the rain's ending here in LA, everybody, in case anybody's wondering out there. Yay! So back to normalcy, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> and also joining us here tonight again for the second time on Cruise Control, Chris and Joanna Panico. Panico, welcome to the program. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> at Bitchin' in the Kitchen and at the Panico Way, they are here again to help us out on Cruise Control. Thank you for being here again. Uh, maybe I'll be able to talk for the rest of the program. We'll see. How's your day been? <laughs> better been. than better than Sabrina's. Uh, JR, you know what I'm he saying? He always is yeah, very he's loyal. Yeah. yeah, he's like a he's like herpes. He's gonna show up every time. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, Gr. Quite the compliment. <laughs> yeah. But today we're going to talk about a lot of things, mostly the gold, not, I want to say Golden Globes, the Critics' Choice Awards that happened last night. Uh, if you watch on the CW, a lot of good surprises in a lot of ways, a little bit different from the Golden Globes. We got a little bit of news besides that, so we're going to dive right in. Now it's time for some breaking news. I apologize cuff here today but it's just kind of like again a lot of stuff before the show started but gonna talk about top gun maverick for a second here because there's some news going around that you know it did so well you're thinking about the biggest movie ever for paramount the biggest movie forever for tom cruise's career well are they gonna make a third one that's the question well it's been going around for a while and now jerry bruckheimer has been asked about it over and over again and finally in an interview he said okay we have you know address this and so he went on to say a little bit about Top Gun, and he said, not yet, he's not sure he's in the middle of shooting Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise. He's got a lot of very difficult stunts he's doing, so it's not time to take his attention away from the importance that he has right now, and that he would be great if he could do another mission or another Top Gun Maverick, but it's all up to Tom Cruise. Which is kind of one of those things that we've talked about before. It's like, uh, how do you do a Top Gun without Tom Cruise? They really can't. And Tom Cruise was so happy with Top Gun Maverick. And it was so long after the original, like, do you do another one? Do you even touch that? I mean, the second one had such great success. Uh, Chris and Joanna, you hear about this. You hear that Bruckheimer's talking about, he's interviewed. They're asking him, can you do another Top Gun Maverick? It's up to Tom Cruise. Do you think they'll do another one? I mean, it did so great. Do you think they even need to do another one? Or should they leave the franchise where it's at and just let it be? Wait, I have a question. How many missions are we on? Mission of Yeah. Like How many seven. missions? How many missions? Top Gun, Top Gun. <laughs> How many missions? The, the, the top mission is a Top Gun mission. I'm going to say this to you. I still didn't get an answer. Two, so. two. Mission Impossible. No, no, that's no, that's. No, she's talking about Top Gun. There's like seven. I, I, there's like seven of them. I want to know what. There's seven like and seven. eight are coming out. Seven and eight are coming out next. Are shooting, so seven comes out, then eight comes out later. They actually shoot them back to back. So here's my thing now that you asked. Um, and I'm glad that you did. 
I think it was great that Tom Cruise was like, I don't want to do another Top Gun. Like, I was thrilled that he didn't want to do the second one and that they really had to convince him to do it because I think that was the right choice. I think that he wants to see what the product is going to look like before he signs up to it. And I think it's great that he also is doing other projects so that his whole career doesn't weigh on this. Because then I think that it kind of makes him desperate to do something. And I don't want him to do another Top Gun out of desperation. I would rather it be done right. It might be up to Scientology. It might. It might be up to the Scientologists. It, it might be. be L. Ron Hubbard's, uh, like the new one, the new L. Ron Hubbard, if you will. Um, to decide. But the point being, I don't know that it will necessarily happen as fast as everyone wants it to happen because of the fact that I think Tom Cruise is actually going to want quality over quantity. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like he talked about that in his interviews. Like it took so long. They shot it for over a year, over a year of reshoots, even just going back and forth, trying to make it the best movie ever. And for it to be that much time, it took like over a year of his life. You think he wants to put that much more time into another one? And also, like, does he have it in him? I mean, do you, how do you how do you do it again? It hit like lightning hit once with this. Like, how do you recreate that? Sabrina, you hear about this? Do you think that Tom would make another one because it made so much money? I mean, it's the biggest blockbuster of his career. Or do you think that he should just let it be and you know let that magic stay where it's at and let people leave Top Gun in the past? I mean, I don't know. I, I agree with Joanna in that it's, you know, hard to recreate, uh, you know, what he just did because it was such a huge success. Um, you know, so there's there's a huge expectation going into it. And, you know, unless they have a really, really solid script, I, I wouldn't mess with it, honestly, because this one was miles above the first one, if you ask me. Um, I mean... I don't know. It was like his the biggest, like you said, the biggest uh, box office success of his career. So I, I personally probably wouldn't fuck with that. Um, you also said, do you think he could do it? I mean, he's doing Mission Impossible right now. I mean, the man is a beast. He flies. He runs. He does all the stunts and stuff. Like I don't, I don't think it's a question of whether he's capable. I think he is, and I think he puts that much time and effort into all of his movies. He's like super involved in everything that he does. Um, which, you know, I must be nice, bro. I'm glad you have like the, 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 the wherewithal to be like, no, I don't want to do this. Oh yeah, I do want to do it. You know what? Let's make a movie. And people are like, yes, yes, whatever you want. Um, so good for him. But, uh, personally, I think unless there is like a really, really solid script, uh, that would warrant him coming back to do it. I don't think he would do it. Honestly. I think, yeah, it, would make, that, I think it would make a lot of money though. It, it could make a lot of money, Chris. You're right. That's the thing. And that's the studio standpoint. The studio is like their highest grossing movie ever for Paramount. Of course, they're going to want more, right? Especially because they've had some hits and misses through the years. And this is such a big, a big hit, and a lot of money. Like, you know, it's like, of course, you look at it as a studio standpoint, you're like, we need more of that. But so again, it make the same amount of money. Like, it depends on how good it is. You know what I mean? It does. It does. And a lot of times when people try to recreate it, it doesn't do the same way. And then this could be the last one. But I, if I was him. Which you're not. Which I'm not. <laughs> but if you were. But if I was, I would be like, okay, when I'm done with Mission Impossible 14, <laughs> let's go. Roll let's, into this one. Let's go on to, uh, to yeah. what, what's it called? Top Gun? No. Mission Impossible? Maverick. Okay, it's Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three. It's top gun. Three. Let's yeah. go on. Let's yeah. let's go on. Let's Once I'm done, I think the next one's gonna be Top Gun Rooster. He he yeah. already yeah. But I more Maverick, more problems. I yeah. um 
But I also think that we have to keep in mind two things. One, this movie shot long ago. Like it was in the works for a long time, but it was also set to release before COVID, the summer of COVID. So that was set to come out in 2020. So this this was a hugely anticipated movie for a long time because they also, I think, set it again to release in 2021. And then obviously when COVID was still a thriving business um, yeah. and the movies was not, they were like, <laughs> we're going to push it again. So this, this happened a long time ago. He's got it. And I think additionally, we have to keep in mind his age. Like he is getting older so if they're going to do it, they're going to have to do it sooner over later. Um, and at I the same time, ages, I don't know. Way. No, he doesn't. He like, he looks, no. the he looks the same. He's like, of all the people, I was like, Scientology works for you. You traded your soul to get youth forever. And it is and ever. And he's 60 years old. The man's 60 yeah. years old. You know? That's insane. He's 60. He's AARP 60. right now. Yeah. Didn't know that. Legitimately. Yeah. So if you think about it, like it's he been a number of years. away from that senior discount. Yeah. It's been a number of years since he worked on this. I don't know. We'll see. Again, he, he was talking about how you might want to actually start venturing to different kinds of genres and start putting the action stuff in the past after he goes to space because he's going to space first. So after he goes and shoots his movie in space at the International right. Space Station, then I think he's going to start wrapping it up. But the question is, we'll see. I think as a studio, they're going to want to do it. They're going to start pushing him. But again, Brookheimer, who is the executive producer behind this, said, unless Tom says yes, I'm not going to push him. But they've had conversations, and you know they're putting it in Tom's head. So we'll see what happens. But he's got a lot of Mission Impossible first. So <laughs> Tom, Tom's in charge, yeah. by the way. Yeah. yeah, Tom is in charge. Tom, so he, yeah. It's on him. Yeah. What do you think out there? Do you want Mission Impossible? So I'll go Mission Impossible now. Do you want a Top Gun Maverick 2? You want a Top Gun 3, I should say? Let us know. Leave some comments. We're going to move on because we have more to talk about. We want to get to the Critics Awards too here. So we're going to talk about Wednesday for a second. So the show Wednesday, actually, we've been talking about a little bit. We mentioned it. I think it was last week. Uh, this is just a little soft conversation on before we get into our Critics' Choice Award topic. And Wednesday, they've been talking about season two is happening. And actually, Jenna Ortega said during the red carpet of the Golden Globes, she was asked about, you know, about season two. And she said this. I have seen nothing and I know nothing. I feel like sometimes as an actor, you're just kind of told what to do. I'm waiting on it. I think they're just starting to get a writer's room together. So maybe soon. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. And you hear about this. It's like, as an actor... You, they always ask these questions to actors. It's like the, the show just got done airing. Like, when season two coming? When season two coming? It happens all the time. But most of the time, you don't know until you get the script. Sometimes you don't get the script until you're actually like shooting because they're so top secret of it. You know, they could announce something, but it could be five, six months later when they actually start shooting. So this is one of those things too. I'm like, leave her alone. It's coming. We're going to do a, a full open like spoiler talk on this very soon. Probably this week. We have to finish watching it. We started watching it. Um, Chris and Joanna, have you heard about this show? And what do you think about an actor being actually asked like this so early on? I'm glad you asked, Brian. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched the show. I have heard about it. I've heard lots of good things. We it's definitely on my list of things. It. I love the Adams Family, so I love the concept. And I love Christina Ricci, who obviously did it uh, in the movies, uh, which is the last set of the Adams Family movies that I watched. My feelings on them asking actors and someone, not even just asking, like I get the ask. But I don't get like the probing. Like you must know yeah. something. 
that you're not telling us. Like, please spill the beans. And I'm like, do I, did I double up as a producer and no one told me? Like, did I not get the pay cut <laughs> for that? Like, if I am not a producer, do not assume that I know stuff just because you're assuming things or because you want breaking news. Like, that's not how that works as far as I'm concerned. They don't have to have an idea. No, they don't. No, they don't. Not even a little bit. No, that's so not true. I mean, think about multi-camera shows, dude. Think about multi-camera shows. You literally have a table read on the first day that you're shooting, right? And then, like on on multi-camera shows, like on any sitcom, you have a table read the first day that you start, you know, the first day. You you shoot five days. It's a five-day episode arc, right? So let's say Monday you have a table read. Then on Tuesday you start rehearsing. Wednesday you rehearse. Thursday you shoot. Friday you shoot. And next week, the next Monday, you have a table read for the next episode. Like they're working and rewriting and doing all the shit to the episode. Like you get the episodes as they come. Like there's no, like, even if they have the whole season written, the actor is not going to have all of those scripts. But we're not talking about You work with what you're doing. No, any sitcom, Chris, any sitcom. Agreed with what Sabrina's saying. Unless unless somebody has signed a uh, multi-season deal where they're like, Wednesday was so big. Like, we're going to come back for three more seasons and we're going to sign Jenna Ortega up for three for three more seasons. Then Jenna don't know. And she's not obliged to them. Like, if she picked up something else and they were like, Wednesday was amazing, we want to shoot it. They would either shoot it around something else that she was set to do yep. or they would have to wait until that thing was over. They wouldn't be like, well, we shot this show and you are required to do it. No, she's not required. She's not, but I think she has a little well she might have a little bit of inside yeah. info but but like the scripts are probably not written not yet. So i feel like they just storyline you know what i mean like no, that's no, no, not... no, no, no. I'm saying... they might have given her some story arc for like but i don't think they planned on a season two initially i think it was just to be a one season deal and i mean tim burton did it so you wouldn't think that he would want to commit that much time to an ongoing series but i'd I be surprised that... if he comes back to direct I think, too, as an actor, especially an actor who had been on one season of a show, I'd be like, I'm just not trying to get fired. So, like, I'm not going to unless I got permission. Like, somebody told me, like, hold on one second, let me just grab my phone real quick and see if I can get my manager on the phone. If it was a hit show and they, I would would be like, are we coming back? Like what? Like, <laughs> what's there, happening with this? I would be maybe, yeah. Because I'm like, insane. Chris would be like, "I'm gonna need some new Gucci's. Should, can I buy those, or is my wife gonna get them?" <laughs> we'll like, I did not get a second yeah. season deal. Did, and, and what? We had a comment from Jukebox Fast too. She said that uh, Morticia and Gomez didn't have much chemistry, which I agree upon. That was probably the 100%. worst part of the show that I've seen is the, is the actual casting for Gomez. I just, Gomez is supposed to be like this, like slick kind of debonair person. And on the show, he is definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. And they don't have, they don't have chemistry. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, I mean, more chemistry apparently in this moment. Like when he smiles, (laughs) I'm like, hide your kids, hide your wife. That's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Great. <laughs> That's what Shout I think. out to Antoine Dotson, y'all. And <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones has to kiss this guy, and I'm like, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. That's all I'm saying. That's great. Antoine Dotson, I love that. <laughs> I love that. That auto tune was the OG, my favorite auto tune. That was like what started it all for me. So good. Sabrina, are you uh, are you enjoying that, the show? Tell that. Uh, yeah. You would, you are enjoying the show. What do you think about uh, about Gomez? And what do you think about the show? You know, about probing her for another season. Probing. Uh, <laughs> bro, 
Well, um, I don't like anyone being probed. I think it's very rude. Um, <laughs> she, I, like I said before, like, I don't think she really knows anything. And of course people are going to ask, like, you know, they, that was like the news that came out right before the red carpet. So of course people are going to ask her that, but yeah. you know, I, I think it's totally normal, you know, for her to be like, I'm not really sure. She actually said more than I thought she would say, like, I would probably be like, well, I have no idea. I'm just thrilled to have a job. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would throw it back like, on them and be like, have you heard anything? Um, yeah. You probably know more than me at this point, honestly, because yeah. I didn't read the article that you read, read. I just was told that we got greenlit for a season two. Yeah. Um, but I think sure. she is fantastic in it. I honestly wasn't really like it didn't it wasn't something that interested me hearing about it. I was like, meh. But then I started watching it because it's gotten such good reviews and there's been a lot of hype surrounding it. And it's like the second most watched series on Netflix so far. Um, so yeah. I was like, Dahmer, who dominated. Yeah, yeah. Dahmer's crazy. But I yeah, so I, I, I wasn't, it behind, no. wasn't it, but wasn't Stranger um, Things this oh, season. I mean, other, what about the other show that the British show with all the sex? The British, the British baking show? show with all the sex. Oh, Bridgerton, it's yes. The most watched show on Netflix. Ever. All of the sex. Well, I don't know. All the sex. I don't know anything about Bridgerton or the sex or the I, Englishness. I we have to talk about that show another time. Oh. Yeah. We'll talk about Bridgerton sometime. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Wednesday, we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I'm excited to see the rest of it. Sabrina, do you have anything else to say about before we move on? Uh, no, just I, I wanted to mention that um, it was heavily nominated for the Golden Globes, but it was uh, not nominated for anything at all at the Critics' Choice Awards, which I thought was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a complete snub to the whole series. Like there was zero uh, nominations for it, um, which I thought was odd because it was so heavily nominated at the Golden Globes. And there was quite a different a bit of differences between the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice Awards, yes. which and are interesting too. They announced the SAG Award uh, nominees, and there's also a lot of difference between the Golden Globes and the uh, SAG, SAG nominees as well. With that, though, let's get into our featured story of the night, the Critics' Choice Awards. Come on, let's talk about the Critics' Choice Awards. All right, this is definitely our featured story of the night which is broken down into a lot of different stuff because there's a lot to talk about with this uh i want to start off and just talk about the intro monologue because when we were talking about the golden globes before we talked about how that monologue wasn't our favorite it didn't really hit and then you hire someone especially a comedian to come in and do a monologue you expect well you expect a comedian to do a stand-up show in a way right so what happened was they hired Chelsea Handler, though, for the Critics' Choice Awards. And it was a lot different than the Golden Globes, I would say. Now, okay, I want to I talk about this because I think she did an awesome job. I think it was exactly what they needed, right? It was exactly what you want. You want someone to come in there and, and not hold back, like joking about everybody in the audience. That's what you expect when you see an opening monologue. You know, she had some great zingers. I think she really messed up James Cameron a little bit. I think he was yeah. pissed off. <laughs> well, he did not seem happy. <laughs> he did not seem happy. Well, it was it was a lot of fun watching her up there, though. And she went at it. Everybody, everyone. Um, let's start. Let's start with Sabrina on this one. Sabrina, what did you think about her intro monologue? And did you did you enjoy it? What was the highlight for you when she was having her her big moment? Um, I. I'm a really big fan of hers. Like I, I, I honestly love her. I think she is hilarious. Um, I was a dedicated viewer to Chelsea lately when it was on, and I just I think that she is 
really smart and really funny. Um, and her monologue was great. No one was safe. Um, she made a lot of great jokes. And like the James Cameron thing was, uh, she said something to the effect of like how studios treat uh, men and women directors differently. And that James Cameron got 350 million to shoot Avatar and uh, Sarah Polly had to film women talking in a barn. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> and they're both nominated for best picture. <laughs> yes, they were. That's exactly right. Um, she also uh, was very funny when she was like bringing people out. Like she said, uh, uh, when she was announcing Kate Hudson, she was like, I always wanted Goldie Hawn to be my mother when I was a child. And this is the bitch that I would have to get rid of in order to get in there. Here's Kate Hudson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she, she was very funny when she was not bringing out the presenters and stuff. And when she ended the show, um, she said, this is the first time ever an award show ended on time at three hours exactly. And then she said, another glass ceiling shattered by a woman. So I really appreciated everything that she said and did. I think she was spot on and she was really funny. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Joanna, you heard their her opening speech. What'd you think about it? Did you like her monologue? I had, the person that was safe was Julia Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. And she men she and I love Julia Roberts. She she looked at Julia Roberts and she goes, and there's Julia Roberts. And then we'll <laughs> we're gonna move on. And then she talks about diet pills. Yeah, and then yeah. Oh, Zantic or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, she was. Yeah, the old Zantic thing. Yeah, amazing. She was. She was hysterical. I think she was completely on point. I thought it was hilarious when she talked about Niecy Nash being um uh, Nick Cannon's daughter. That was I was great. That was great. She get enough of you. Like she, she was hilarious. The whole like. And, but she's one of those people that could just, she could have done what um, Gerard Carmichael did. Ger and I would have been like, you're still hilarious. Like the way that she just does things is hysterical. Like if she just stood there and smoked a cigarette for three minutes, I would have been like dying. Like I would have been like, that is the, the funniest crap <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like. She, yeah, she, she is was, hysterical. I am a loyal watcher. I will always love her no matter what she does. Even if I don't understand. Like, it was so funny because afterwards we were talking about the reference to like Ellen DeGeneres and Stephen Chris was like, I didn't hear her talk about that. And I was like, uh, she mentioned it when she talked about um, Kate. Uh, oh, who was it? Perrin. No, no, no. When we're talking about when we she went to Kate about Tar, and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> she goes," and she didn't even have to have like a daytime talk show. Oh, Blanchette, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep Blanchette, yeah. Get Ellen DeGeneres, whatever. And I was like, she, "That's the nuance. Like, she does the onion thing so well, where she will reference things, and you don't even know it, and then you have to go back and watch it like four times, and you're like, oh my god.' We I went back. Realize. We went back, and, and so good. She was yeah. Really the Ozampic thing was great. The the whole thing with um, where she's talking about women's rights and she, <laughs> like, or the Craig's choice to their 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 choice to choose. You know, it's like they can choose. Yes, that was all their right hilarious. to choose. She's like, at least somebody still has a right to choose. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean, depending I mean, on what state you live in, like yeah, that's true. She goes, but yeah, she said if the critics are women, it depends on which state they live in. Hilarious, <laughs> and it's all well, very a, relevant. You know what I mean? Like it's all very relevant. Like, and she, I don't know. I think I just think she's spot on. She's really great. Yeah, I think she, she did such a great job. The other guy, 
All of them. All of the guys. Last, oh, Gerard. Gerard Carmichael. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure how much she got. She could have mentioned what her but what her budget was. She could have mentioned what her paycheck was. She hasn't. That would have been nice because I would have been like, let's compare. Much more. Let's compare it. But but so that was it, one of those things that she didn't have to do. That she just did like what they hired her to do. Yeah. Do a routine. That's why you hire yeah. a comedian, right? right? You hire a comedian to roast people and to make those jokes and make you uncomfortable it's a little so bit, but also yeah. like make you laugh. Yeah. I would so also that's... like to mention that she looked fabulous in every one of her wardrobe changes. She looked fantastic thank you classy and gorgeous and now like we had somebody commented in the post actually here that she might be the daily show host next and that's the thing like she I is putting so. her name out for the daily show after trevor noah steps down we'll see what happens right oh uh, let's talk a little bit more i want to move on back. She, yeah, yeah she said she, she wanted to come back yeah to come back and so i think she amazing I, perfect yeah person so I think she nailed it. That was like that was great. That was a great start to the show. This was a funny moment too when uh, Seth Rogen actually came out. And he kind of slammed oh. the CW <laughs> oh, at the Critics' okay. Choice Awards. No, <laughs> that was a a very good moment. A very oh, good moment. The fact that he was able to do that, he's like, "Why are we on the CW?" <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. I thought that was hysterical. Chris did mention which I agreed that when he was like, and I'm pretty sure I'm the first Jew up here. And Chris was like, Chelsea Handler was just friggin' hot. And I was like, that's true. Like he wrote his material before this moment, but he could have been like, okay, hold on real quick. I'm just going to put Chelsea. I must do a quick rewrite right now. Right. (laughs) Quick rewrite. On the backstage thing. I'm just going to quickly go. He could have just left that part out. It would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. But but speaking of that, uh, Chelsea also said the whole thing like, so they say that Jews run Hollywood. So what? So what? <laughs> and all the points were spot on. When she yeah, was like, was the French that own bakeries, the, in, the Italians own the mob. Like, we don't have any issues with that crap. Like, nobody's trying yeah. to break into that shit. Yeah, and I was mob. like, so true. The Swiss run Ikea, you know, or the Swedens yeah. run Ikea. <laughs> I was like, oh, check, 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 check. Yes. Yeah, it's all it's all right. It's it's just it was just funny. It's a good way of like just making fun of the whole scenario because everyone wants to keep like like Kanye before and just like making fun of it. But it's like it doesn't matter. Like we're here to have fun. We're here to entertain. And and she really just hit it. She hit it out of the ballpark. If you ask yeah, me, it was it was did. great. It was a lot I of fun. Agree. She should um, every award show coming up. She, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I hope she goes back to the Daily Show. That should be great. And then of course, like the big win, which I thought was crazy because like. I think it's a great movie, but everything, everywhere, all at once, it won best picture, best director, best screenplay, best editing. It's like, it was insane. Like it took home, like all the big awards. Best supporting actor. Best supporting actor. Yeah. And the fact that like, you know, James Cameron's sitting there probably thinking he's getting best picture for Avatar and all he got was best visual effects. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Sorry, man. That's what it is, though. Sometimes that movie was so good, and that was that's something you can't just win Best Picture because you made a a four hundred million dollar movie. You know, it's not what it comes down to. It comes down to substance. And if you've seen that movie, that movie is amazing. Uh, uh, Sabrina, you saw this. Were you surprised that they that everything everywhere all at once won all these awards, and the other ones got snubbed, or do you think this was worthy? Um, I don't know if I was surprised. Um, it was a really great movie. It was a really different movie. Um, and honestly, I really am a fan of originality. 
right? It's like something that like I have never seen before. And I think that it's amazing to celebrate that. Uh, Jennifer Yeo uh, was amazing. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like he, he Kwan was amazing. Like, I just feel like there was a lot. Jamie Lee Curtis was amazing. Like there was just so much going on there and it was so original that I, I'm not mad at all that it took all of these, um, awards and the directors were so humble and sweet when they were making their speeches. Um, Daniel Kwan thanked his mom and he said like, he's, uh, she's probably the first Asian American immigrant mother to tell her son to go to film school. Um, which I thought was hilarious and so true. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, so they were they were so humble and like so excited. And he was like, a year ago, no one ever, no one knew our names. And you know, they thanked um, Michelle Yeoh for doing such for accepting the script, for reading the script, and wanting to do it. Like it just, I, I, the whole thing really warmed my heart. You know, like I I can't I cannot say enough for how humble and amazing they all were when they accepted their awards. And you know, even. Uh, Kihi Kwan like had me in tears. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, just a great group of people. It's a great story and I'm all for it. Honestly, it was a great movie. Yeah. It's, it's great for the whole cast. The fact that like Jamie Lee Curtis too came onto this and, and, and it's a huge win for her too from Michelle Yeoh. It's amazing. People were saying she got snubbed for best actress, but like, you know, the thing is it's the critics choice awards. She still won the golden globe. Right. I, yep. I think she's still up for the Oscar. So, I mean, it's, the thing you know, is, the thing is, is that they're, the categories are different. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they, they have for, um, for, uh, this, there's only one best actress for like any film. And like, there's no like musical comedy category yeah. and drama category. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a little, it's a little bit different. Like that's why, I mean, a lot of people feel that a lot of people got snubbed because they crunched the two categories into one and only one person can win instead of two people winning. You know what I mean? Yeah, which what the Oscars do too. The Oscars don't have like best musical either. That's just a Golden Globe thing. So this is more aligned with that. So it's going to be tougher to win those awards. It's going to be tougher. You're, you're putting against everybody now as opposed to just like a certain kind of category. Uh, Chris and Joanna, you hear about this. Were you excited to see that, that everything everywhere all at once won this many awards? Are you surprised by it? Uh, because the Fablemans won the Golden Globe for, you know, best picture. Do you think that this is a better movie to be best picture as opposed to that? Um, I think that, <clears throat> first of all, someone asked a question that said, how relevant are the Critics' Choice Awards, though? Thank Serious you. question. And I think that that's a good point to mention. Obviously, the Golden Globes were, what, 80 years? This is the 80th anniversary. Whereas yeah. the Critics' Choice Award was, what, the 23rd? 28th. 28th, right. yeah, 28th, yeah. So obviously, it's like a younger um, award show that I don't think is recognized as seriously. But obviously, it's still an awesome experience for everyone to be able to come together and celebrate. And it does give all of the nominees more of a chance to win, right? So it's like, it's great to feel like you're being recognized if you're, if you're nominated for a, an Oscar or if you're nominated for like, Patrick's award show. Like I would be like Patrick's award show. Like maybe like Vera <laughs> Wang won't dress me, but like I still likes me a good award. You know, like I'm into it. So um, that's my thought on that. As far as the movie itself, everywhere, uh, every everything, everywhere, everything, everywhere, everywhere all at once. I know, right? It's, it's a mouthful. <laughs> um, it's a lot. I feel like the best thing about it is that they it came around right at the right time. Right? It was like. It had all the things. It had friggin' the the guy from 
the Goonies and the Temple of Doom, right? And it had Candy these Kwan. amazing writers. It had yeah. these amazing writers who one was Asian and the other one was well, Jewish. I mean, I don't even know. And then it had, <laughs> so it had like, and it had the multiverse, which was obviously like a brand Huge. new, like this big concept. Everyone's loving the multiverse these days. And I it know, was, but it and was a different. It was a hugely diverse cast of people, some of who were very seasoned and some of who were very new. And so I think you're putting your finger in. Okay, I was very excited. (laughs) But so that's what I think. I think that the best thing about it was that it landed right at the right time. So whether or not you thought the the movie was a best movie ever is is irrelevant. I think that it was a movie that was going to win this year. Like it was just going to happen. And I think, and I'm very proud of everyone that attached themselves to it, being able to realize that that was going to be something that was needed and shooting it and having it released at a time where it could run the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It was, it was perfect timing. You're right. Perfect timing. The cast is great. You got, I mean, it's like everything lines up for a reason. Yeah. Good cast, a great script, great director. I mean, great visual effects, the multiverse thing. I think it's the best multiverse show. It's better than then the, the Marvel stuff, the Marvel's Doctor Strange stuff, is better than that. I think. I think it just it just does it better the way that it kind of meshes the multiverse and the fact that they're like warping into themselves like in real time. It's it's really kind of cool how they did it. And then you have like Jamie Lee Curtis is attached to it, and she's ph- phenomenal. You know, so it's just like it's just all the elements came together. I'm really happy a movie like this got praised. A lower budget movie compared to all these other big ones. I think it deserves it. I think it tells a lot for Hollywood that we don't need to spend millions of dollars to make a great movie at the end of the day you know and that's why something like this needs to work like movies like these need to win so it was great hopefully it lines up for the the actual oscars coming up we'll see you know it's it, maybe it'll lead people towards it the critics are saying that maybe the actual academy will think the same thing <laughs> we won't know though you know that's that's how it comes down to another one for our uh, best comedy that came through was well abbott elementary actually won best comedy so this is something too that um, you know they were they swept the Golden Globes. Yeah, but they really they sure didn't. Did. Sweep, they didn't really sweep the Critics' Choice Awards. You know this was one of those things where it's like okay, well, they still won Best Comedy, and that's great. I mean they, they should win something. It's it's doing very well that show. But are you surprised, Sabrina, that they didn't get uh, anything beyond this, or do you think they're just trying to make room for other stuff? Um, I don't think it was deliberate. I'm sure the uh, people were picked before today. I mean, the Golden Globes was just Tuesday. I don't think anyone kind of, you know, changed who they picked as a winner as a result of the Golden Globes. I think it's just genuinely what they thought. You know, it's like it's different. You know, it's the Hollywood Foreign Press. These are the critics. And then there's um, the Academy for the Oscars. Like, it's just different groups of people and SAG members for the SAG Awards. You know, so it's it's, you know, what they chose i mean it was still recognized and nominated because it is an amazing show and it's hilarious you know but in certain you know i mean look like gene smart one for hacks you know what i mean like that's it's it's not like every actress and every actor in that category is worthy of winning that award honestly any single one of them could have won you know what i mean so i don't think that it's um i don't think that it's a a, a dig at all or that it was snubbed at all like they were all nominated and just not they didn't get as many wins as they got you know in the golden globes uh shirley ralph won uh for a supporting actress and she gave an amazing speech 
Um, she said, uh, people don't have to like you. People don't have to love you. They don't even have to respect you. But when you look in the mirror, you better love what you see. Very uplifting. Very awesome. She was she was one of the greatest speeches I thought um, on there. It was very moving, along with Brendan Fraser and uh, Kihi Kwan. Can we talk about his speech? Yeah, yeah. Please. We'll get we'll we'll get to that for sure. Um, I wanted. I did want to. I did want to address the Abbott. The okay. What are you doing with your hands? Um, My hands. I wanted to here. talk about that uh, Abbott Elementary as well and say. We someone just commented and said, Oh, Ty, I'm very surprised that Abbott didn't get more love. Agreed. But I also feel like um the Critics Choice Awards, maybe again, like Sabrina mentioned, having it be, you know, obviously it's a different voting, it's a different voting pool, right? So it's like different people. But beyond that, like I mentioned when we talked about the Golden Globes and the fact that I feel personally, I don't have any definitive facts on it. But I feel like the Golden Globes was really focused on diversity. That's what they that's what they wanted it to be about yeah. this year, which was totally fine. And I understood and respected it. And I feel like the Critics' Choice Awards maybe were like, it, that wasn't as much of a focus for them. So that might be why Abbott Elementary didn't get as much love was because of that. I mean, additionally, as Sabrina also mentioned before, there also wasn't, there isn't as many nominating categories um, for some of the stuff. So you're, maybe you're up against eight or nine or 10 people versus just four well, or five people in a category. Yeah. In, the TV, they do have, in, in the TV, they do have the different categories. They just don't have it for film. Yeah. But then it's also like that they're also combining, of course, it's best supporting in a drama. They do drama and comedy. So, I mean, there's still- And limited still, series. Yeah, and limited series. Which so there is still, I think they're still lumped together a little bit more, but I, I I agree. I think that maybe they were just the Critics' Choice wasn't doing the same thing, and the Golden Globes, and not to say that it's not doesn't deserve those, but I feel like they may be looking at things differently. Every award ceremony looks at people differently and projects differently, and people have different opinions, and this is why these things happen too, which is also why it varies. Hence why. Austin Butler didn't win for best actor, you know? So it's just like, it's just a get different give and take. Yeah, and and I, like, I, I still think that it's, it's good at one best comedy. I think that makes sense. Um, the best actor in a drama series won for the Golden Globes was Kevin Costner. He's not even nominated here at the Critics' Choice Awards. Right. Not even, not nom even nominated. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like there is definitely a range of, you know, the, the differences in between. And they're also like in the Golden Globes, White Lotus was listed as a limited series. And yeah. here it's not, it's listed as a uh, comedy series. And so yeah. in the limited series, there's, you know, the other things had room to get into there because right. um, the White Lotus wasn't there. They also um, nominate like more people for the Critics' Choice Awards. There's a lot of people that were nominated here that were not nominated at the Golden Globes. But like I said, there are people who were nominated at the Golden Globes that aren't here and people who won at the Golden Globes that aren't here, you know? Right. So I thought that was very interesting. Also, Better Call Saul, not nominated yeah. for much at the Golden Globes, but it it had a lot of wins um, here. You know, they uh, he won, Bob Odenkirk won, um, Giancarlo Esposito won for supporting actor, and uh, it won best dramatic series. Yeah. You know, so that's I thought was very interesting as well, and a stark contrast to the Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna move. That's what I was gonna move on to next. I thought, sorry, you know, 
that's where we're actually <laughs> moving on to next. Because, I mean, that makes sense. We did talk about comedy, the drama series, though. Better Call Saul, which, is, of course, is a Breaking Bad spinoff. That actually, it, you know, wasn't nominated. It hasn't gotten the love through the years, of course. The last season just aired. So if they're going to get any kind of love, I think it's now. And I think that's why the Critics' Choice was like, let's give them some kind of, like, credit for being such a good spinoff from a different show. I mean, from Breaking Bad to this, normally spinoffs like this don't do that well. But you have a great cast. So you nominate, you got Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. It won both that, you know, one Best Drama Series. It's like Sabrina said, it's it's pretty big for a show like that to win all that. But then again, it is its last season. So I think that's why the Critics' Choice actually put some more weight on them as a series because they won't be back up. They won't get an opportunity and they haven't gotten that love before. Um, Chris and Joanna, what do you think about them? Do you think that makes sense why they would kind of sweep in a way better call Saul or do you think that other people got screwed? You have nothing to say? I think I... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I think the whole thing is rigged. Well, in a way, it's, 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 you know, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of rigged in a way. <laughs> I mean, I think that obviously if, you know, if Susan Lucci was going to go off the air tomorrow and, you know, and she had been nominated 64 times. Didn't she die? No. Oh, she's not dead. And she won. Didn't she won? She won eventually. She got that Emmy. 34 seasons later, right? I mean, yeah. like, the whole point yeah. was, like, that was, you're, that if was you're, 12 if years you're Susan ago. I don't Lucci, know if she's still alive. If you're Susan Lucci, it means that you kept being nominated yeah, and you never won. That's okay, the whole that point. Like, question. always a bridesmaid, never wait, a bride. That wait. was Susan Lucci. Well, that, was my, that wasn't my mm -hmm. question. I thought she died. Sorry. She's okay. not dead. Point Just to be clear. Not dead. Point not dead. that I agree with what Brian said, which is... Obviously, I personally feel like if something is going off the air and you do feel like it's it's missed its opportunity in the past, that you're going to want to sweep away most things like, you know, unless it was like a huge Hail Mary pass from another show that so came give, barreling through. So give them, to give better, them the award? Yeah, if, if it's a decent series that is run Why for a really long time i feel like it deserve. i feel like that deserves uh the possibility more than potentially Why? a brand new is show it, that, make any sense? that you're like oh this show is give gonna the go award to the person that did the best i heard breaking bad is doing another spinoff star starring steven urkel are you serious is that a serious thing i don't know who you are but is that no, serious i need to know is that breaking news on breaking bad i don't know this is brand new information. Urkel? I have not heard of this. Yes. That is. That'd be awesome if Jaleel it was. White. I think they're joking. <laughs> Jaleel. Jaleel uh, White coming in hot. About, I don't. Yes, family matters. Well, Urkel. Urkel. <laughs> That's why I said yeah. it. Urkel. But I, I, I agree. Like the I thing is, like it's it's fair. one of those things. It's 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 coming towards an end, so it makes sense. They're like, let's give it some love, you know. End of the it's day. It's been a really good series for many them, years. Like a, uh, it's like a just, mercy. It's like a go. mercy. Here you yeah. go. Like, Here, here's something before you go, right? I got it 22 years ago. Okay, hold on. You're making it seem like it's not worthy of winning an award. It's a really good series. It's it is a really good. Really series. well for a really, really long time. Did. So I mean, really I'm not. I'm not yeah. mad at it at all. I think that they do deserve some recognition. I, I well, agree. And it's also Even like, though I, I don't agree. care for yeah. Moff Gideon. Well, but, and I mean, I don't know how many times it's been nominated in the past, but I do know that, you know, it's like this nomination did not come out of left field where everyone was like, uh. Right. It was nominated for the Globes too. And it's nominated for the SAG Awards. It just right. didn't win so the it, Globes, you know? 
So that's what I'm saying is it's not, I don't feel like, and because of the fact that this, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bash the Critics' Choice Award. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I feel like it deserved to win. I'm glad that they went out and, and, and put it and, and sent it out with that flair. I feel like that's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. I like the show too. I think it deserves it. So good on them. Congratulations to that because they deserve it. Um, also, I thought it was kind of funny that this actually happened was that the movie Weird, the Weird Al story, won best movie for a TV show, for a TV movie. And then the actual Daniel Radcliffe won best actor in a limited series movie for TV as well, which I thought was pretty awesome because I'm like, who would ever thought that a movie about Weird Al Yankovic's life, well, it's a, it's a spoof of him, would actually win like some kind of award like this, like a Critics' Choice Award and best actor in it, right? And Daniel Radcliffe was amazing as Weird Al. He did a great job. And everyone would think that Harry Potter would play Weird Al Yankovic. So I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. It shows his range. Daniel Radcliffe wants to uh, like, disassociate himself from Harry Potter. I would too if I, I played the same character for 140 years. I would be like, let's just chill on this for a second. And let's switch it up. Never, I mean... He, you know, he's done some other stuff to also um, distance himself from that character. <laughs> he did a lot of theater, um, and I definitely respect it. I think, I think you can't hate it. It shows that he is a quality actor and that he delivers. He also has that hilarious show that does a different theme every season. Brian, what is that called? Uh, With Steve Buscemi. Yeah, it's called um, Working. No, um, Miracle Workers. Miracle, Miracle Workers. Workers. Yeah, he, it's three seasons of that show, and each season it's something different. Like first they were like in heaven, basically. Yeah, they were in um, heaven. And then then it was like you know Oregon Trail was one season, and then there was another season that was like medieval times, and it has the same actors and they play different parts, and it, it's really hilarious. I love yeah, he it. He does a great job. You should check it out. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Are we job. not gonna talk about Brendan Fraser's. Yeah, yeah we're gonna we get are. there, bud. We're gonna get oh. there, buddy. Yeah, let's get into That's like. Daddy. Buster Buddy, calm down. Let's get into some of the patio. I just calm down. Let's get into some of the other actor awards and we'll make our way to Brendan Fraser because I know we want to talk about him. He's gonna um, be the so, big finish. Henley Wrinkler, he won best uh supporting in a comedy series. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Uh you know, he's been around forever. The Fonz actually coming in and making uh Making a actually win a Craig's Choice Award, which I think is huge for him. I, I don't think he's really ever wins. And so, like, for him to actually win something like this was pretty huge. And also, our girl, I want to talk about her quickly for a second, too. Winning best Woo! supporting <laughs> actor, actress, I should say, in a drama series, Jennifer Coolidge. Again, this is one that, again, we talked about Golden Globes to this. Well, she won both Craig's Choice and the Golden Globe. Were you surprised by this, Chris and Joanna, that she won for both? No, she should win. She should have won. She should have hosted both shows. Well, actually, I like Chelsea. Co-hosted. So, co-hosted. co-hosted. She should have been on. She should have. No. I thought she was incredible. She's her incredible. Speech, her speech wasn't as, like, hilarious. I I was. But it was. Thrilled. Obviously thrilled with her all the time. Everywhere, anywhere, all the time. I'm like, it's Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of a sudden, she pops up. She was, I was so happy for her. Yeah. I was like, yes, she, keep winning it. Yeah, it's so it's so good. Uh, the fact that she got this, I, I was like, yes, yes, she deserves it. And then she said the whole thing like, 
you never know when you could win uh unless you're dead you still have a chance pretty much yeah, she no, said it's not, it's not over till you're dead <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> which i thought was great i was so happy and that's one of those things she was one of the rare people that actually won both which i thought was great um another person that won both was jeremy allen white who won for again the bear. The, the bear yeah he won for the bear he won for you know best actor in that and now best actor for this which i think was in a you know in a, in a drama series i think that was or it was a, a comedy series and a comedy series which is good for him like the fact that no, he was able to oh yeah you're it right. was drama it was comedy yeah comedy it was comedy yeah which i thought was awesome that he actually got that like the fact that you know he won both you do barely see this before we talked about um talked about gene smart of course gene smart won uh best actress but she couldn't be there because she had co or she had, i think she had covid or she tested positive for covid um, people, apparently after but, the yeah. Golden Globes got COVID. yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody <laughs> apparently Hallelujah. oh god yeah everybody tested positive for covid apparently uh there's a lot of people couldn't make that zendaya she won a uh, best actress in a drama series and she, she couldn't be there because too. yeah she won both too another person that won both um which i thought was great she's actually been shooting doom so apparently she wasn't able to actually be there because she had you know she was on set so she couldn't get away and then our girl angela bassett she won best supporting which was great she won both as well and she looked fabulous yeah she was amazing like that's another one she had a great speech again like it was, it was awesome to see her win both uh and, and some of these people again it's like the same stuff so it kind of lines up it makes you believe that these people are probably going to win the oscar too Right. It just it just seems like it. If you're gonna win both this, it seems like you're lined up for that. I mean, but you never know in this world. But let's get into like what the big thing is, I guess, the meat and potatoes for the whole show. Best actress and best actor. And the first person we'll talk about is Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett wins best actress. Uh again, I wasn't really that shocked in this. I thought that she looked great. She kind of had, like this jumper kind of suit on. <laughs> she had, like, a is a button-down shirt with a matching dress, a matching skirt. It, it looked like a jumper, though. But it was khaki. It was like yeah. it was khaki. Pulled, it was like it came in from safari. It was safari chic. Why can't you wear what you want to wear? Why can't you wear what you want to wear? You can. Yeah. She looked great. You leave that option open for us that, to chat about it afterwards. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. So you can wear what you want, but I must say what I want. That's yep. the freedom of speech right there. Okay. I am the first All point. All right. Relax. How many amendments are in here? 40. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's 40. One of them yeah. is about me being able to talk trash about your outfit if you roll into in khaki into an award Why show. do you have to dress up? I'm just saying, compare it's her and Jennifer. It's part of the whole thing, Chris. It's the whole, it's the whole it's magic of it, you know? It's, what are you wearing? Which I think is weird, too. Like, what are you wearing? Jennifer Coolidge still wrapped herself. She still suctioned everything in with some 74 spanks. Right. And Kate Blanchett right. was like, ah, okay. oh, I just literally rolled by. I figured I might as well pick this up. I'm away. Right. She to wanted Africa. to wear what she wanted to wear, but that's what she wanted to wear. Why is there a dress? Uh, There's not a dress. I'm going to go ahead and say I think she looked fabulous. I know it was not yeah. like super dressy, but I think she looked fabulous. She was. She was going into Top Gun. She wanted to be in Maverick 3. I That's mean, not the outfit she was wearing. That's from Tar. Potato, potato. <laughs> right. this, this is a potato situation. She Maybe looked a little bit like a potato. I'm just going to say that. 
It's fine. So she had on a blousey shirt tucked into a tight skirt that was floor length. She, she looked did. beautiful. I mean, she, she, but her speech was, was a little bit. She wore it fine. She wore it fine. It will, she will, but let's be clear. She would have been able to wear a potato sack fine. Like she would have accessorized it and looked great, but it's still a potato sack. Like I'm just saying, I was not a fan of the khaki. Would, yes. That's all I'm going to say. I'm showing up in. I didn't, Overalls. Overalls with no shirt underneath. <laughs> but her speech was great. Her speech was great. She's also like, we're all, you know, she's pretty much thanking everybody too. Like, we're all amazing actresses here. You know, it's not just me. We should all be kind of honored the same way, which is, you know, everyone did amazing performances this year. So it was very classy for her to say that too. And and, yeah. and I think I think that, you know, she did a great job and she deserves it. I bet she'll, I mean, she, I think she's in line for the Oscar too. I think oh, you know it looks sure. like it. I, gonna I honestly, who's going to give her a run for her money? No question. But the, but the one like the main topic I want to talk about the main main one, of course, we're going to get to is Brendan Fraser. Fraser, I should say, I always say Fraser, but it's Fraser. Uh, Brendan Fraser. So Brendan Val Fraser wins Tisa. Best Actor. He wins Best Actor. Now this is huge. Like the man had a breakdown uh, on stage. Like it meant a lot to him. Uh, you know, people were wondering would it be him or Austin Butler? Well. Brendan Fraser won this one. He was there. He wasn't at the Golden Globes. He, you know, he made that whole statement how he couldn't show up before. He didn't. He didn't win, which I wasn't surprised that he didn't win the Golden Globes like we talked about before. But this is one of those things where the Craigs are like, look at this guy. He deserves this award, right? I feel like, and you could tell how much it meant to him. Just the way he was walking through the crowd and like touching and shaking everybody, giving hugs, coming on stage and getting so emotional. Uh, Sabrina, when you heard his speech, what did you think? Do you think that it was deserved or how did you feel about his his moment in the sun. Um, I I also, you know what? I I really enjoy humble people who yeah. are who are emotional and like really like genuinely affected by things, you know what I mean? Um, and I feel like in Hollywood there is not as much of that as there should be. It's almost like, you know, people are like, you know, very robotic and expected, and they don't like he he like when he got that standing ovation like months ago he was brought to tears, you know, and like to watch him get up on stage and have his eyes fill up and be so genuinely moved and touched, you know, that he got this second chance at acting, you know, that um, he was able to have this moment and, and do this, have this performance and work with such an amazing group of actors. Like he thanked the actors that he worked with. He thanked Darren Aronofsky for like leading him in the right direction. And he closed his speech with like, if you're, you know, it's severely overweight, you know, like my character was, or if you're just in a really dark place, dark you know, place. like if, yeah, if you could just get to your feet and, and go to the light, good things will happen. I mean, it's such a great message and he delivered it so emotionally. The whole place was standing and clapping. You know, there was not a dry eye in the house. I mean, I, I think it was amazing. And I feel like this year was really, it's really the year of the underdog. And I, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I agree. Um, I felt like his speech was the the best thing is like you mentioned people who don't come like people are like oh my god I'm so surprised that I won here's my speech that I wrote and you're like you're yeah. not that surprised that you won you have a whole freaking speech written and you're completely composed like this doesn't yeah. seem very surprising to you um, but at first we were like I was like Chris is like is he gonna make it like I'm not sure what's happening what's going on? <laughs> like, I, no at first I was like some. There's because some, his energy was different. Like was, the energy was so 
elevated. But, and I think it was also because he was completely surprised. I think he was completely caught off guard. I really think that he did not expect it. And I felt like everything that he say, said came from such a humble place. Like everything that he was talking about was literally like when he talked about um, the girl that that was in the movie too, who was like 18. Think. He's like, it took me 38 years to get here. Like, and look at where you are. You know, like I, I felt like everything that he said and his whole emotional value, like he was the one who brought me to tears. Other people said things that I was like, oh, that is poignant or that is a good point or that is funny. But he was the one who made me cry. And yeah. I was like, that means a lot when you're accepting an award for you to bring people to tears. And like you said, Sabrina, bring everyone to their feet. Yeah. yeah. And look at the year he's had the standing ovation before. It was like almost a 10 minute standing ovation for him. And now winning this award, you can tell it means the world to him. Like Sabrina was saying, like he's just a genuine human being. that's just up there, like pouring his heart out. You know, it's, it's true. It's like, he just, he's, it means so much to him and it, it's amazing. They gave it to him. And I, I get Austin Butler did amazing as, as Elvis too, but like for, Brendan Fraser, who's been around for so long to finally be accepted, because he's been kind of made fun of for years about being a one-trick pony well, and the, yeah, the slapstick guy. I brought him off, and I was like, "Look at, like, what are you doing?" Brendan Fraser, he's, yeah, like, like you kind of let yourself go, monkey bone, let yeah, himself go. But then that's kind of like uh, it, it, like hit me. It hit me that you shouldn't judge. Well, and it's that moment. God where people, damn, the girl made me cry. Can, but it's like, <laughs> but like people can disappear for a long time. We lost Chris. Like no, he, I'm back. He who quiet right, or right. whatever his name is, the guy from the Goonies, right? Um, he's yeah. gonna never be data to me. Um, and so when he same thing, right? It's like they disappear and they're like, hey, I uh, I was delivery boy there for a minute. Like I was I was bringing some people their food, and, you know. And then back. it's like it's this moment where they're like, it is a comeback, and that's the underdog, people like Sabrina, want that. like people Sabrina, said, like moment. the underdog. I love like, yeah, he, yeah, totally the underdog. Yeah. And that's the question though too, now because 100%. okay, so the underdog, he he's not Elvis. Okay, we're going to the, we're going to the Oscars now. After the Critics' Choice Awards, I want to leave you with one thing. A lot of these people won both the Critics and the Golden Globes, and we said that you know a lot of them are probably a shoe in for the Oscar. But when it comes down to Best Actor, okay, do you think that now that Austin Butler has won <laughs> and Brendan Fraser has won, who's going to break it? Who's going to get the Oscar? I'm going to start with Sabrina. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to win the Oscar? I mean, I uh, I don't know. It's a really tough choice because uh, I was saying the other day, like if you want to win an Oscar, just play a musician, just play someone like, you know, Freddie Mercury uh, was played by Remy Malik and he won the Oscar. Um, what's her name? Uh, Renee Zellweger to play Judy Garland. She won an Oscar. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you're a shoe in, you know, and especially someone like Elvis, whose music was so influential and like he was such a star, you know, and Austin Butler did such a good job. Um, you know, and uh, Baz Luhrmann is such a great director. Like, I mean, it's the, the movie has like a lot of hype surrounding it. Um, and I feel like it's really, it's a very different movie, you know, than, than The Whale. And I feel like it's a very different performance. And it's so hard to, to judge. Like, I mean, Austin Butler became Elvis. You know what I mean? So much so that he still talks like the man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but Brendan Fraser like created that performance from himself. You know what I mean? And I think it good on Austin Butler for being able to become this person, but Brendan Fraser created a person. Like he became that person, you know, on his own. It wasn't, he didn't have to listen to uh, interviews and songs and, and get that cadence and get that sound right. Like he became this character for that time to shoot that movie. And I mean, I, I no disrespect to Austin Butler, but I think it's a little bit more um, impressive to do that, to move like that. And so I, I would say I would choose Brendan Fraser. Okay. Chris and Joanna, what do you think? Do you agree with I, Sabrina or do you think that Austin Butler is going to win that Oscar? I agree with Sabrina, but I think Austin is going to win. I agree. I think no, I agree think so. with Sabrina. Um, I think the whale, but, I think Brendan is more is a more captivating winner, but I think I that, don't want him to. I think if it comes down to the the sparkle of it, they're going to give it to Austin. I, I said, I said, if it were me, I would choose Brendan Fraser. 100%. I didn't, I didn't yeah. say that they would yeah. choose Brendan Fraser. No, 100%. <laughs> and I agree too. Like, I think that, I think that the Oscars are going to probably go a little bit more mainstream and that's why they would choose Austin. And I think that Brendan is just a little bit, I, I think that that performance and that movie is not as hyped as that Elvis movie. I think it's not yeah. as like glitzy and so i think that they'll probably go with the more glitzy choice that could be wrong and i would be proud to be wrong but i don't think so Personally. i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with brendan i'm gonna say brendan wins it just because i think because he's older he's been gone for so long and this will be his way of ushering him back in to be like we're sorry welcome back that's the only reason why i think he might win it might be because they're sorry that shit happened to him in his past and they're it, it's really a difficult call though like you're saying it's it's the king it's it's elvis you know the king of rock and roll like how do you and he did a spectacular job yeah but it's different you know what i mean yeah yeah 100%. but we're just gonna wait and different. see yeah but the least... critics choice awards everybody i don't know it's causing some shake-ups we'll see what happens with the oscars we'll be back really, for that we... hopefully Someone asked, uh, uh, the, they said the Oscars are so political. Are the Critics' Choice Awards uh, any different? Um, I pulled up a different comment. I apologize. There it is. Um, I agree with you, Jacob. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think that the uh, Critics' Choice Awards are political at all, let alone remotely close to being as political as the Oscars. Just to answer your question. I'm sorry, yeah. Brian. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I think you're right. I think the Critics' Choice Awards are really just like the critics being like, this is what we think are the best stuff. And they're not even worrying about it. And I, I think that's why it's not, we talked about it's not like worried about diversity and all that. It's just like, it's just really about based off of what they think. And critics are frugal people. They're all over the place. Like a lot of times we don't agree with critics, you know? Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. That's why you go to Rotten Tomatoes and you can see it very so much differently. Like the critics will hate a movie and the audience will love it. You know, yeah. so critics are critics. It's their opinion. It's them smelling their own farts sometimes. That's <laughs> what it is. Hopefully they smell the right fart on the right night for those actors. That's all I can say. <laughs> Anyways, it's been great. We got to go. We're going over. We had some problems again. Sorry for that earlier. Chris and Joanna, thank you for joining us back here on Cruise Control. Appreciate you taking time out of your day to be thank here. It means a thank lot. Thank you for having Sorry for the delay. Oh. <laughs> Sabrina, thank you for being here again. Of course. <laughs> and everybody, thank you for watching and joining and commenting. It means a lot. That's what we're trying to get. Tell your friends, tell your family, like, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Take oh, that little tap, it. one, two, three.
subscribe. <laughs> and, and if you're on Facebook, please go to our YouTube channel and find us and subscribe. It helps us in a way you don't even know. Anyways, thank you so much. Join our Patreon if you can. Thank you for watching Cruise Control. Have a great night. Hopefully, we have the Panicos back for the Oscars. Yeah. That's the hope. Anyways, maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a live stream for that. Maybe we'll do a live stream during the Oscars. That could be fun. I like that. We'll I like see. That. Anyways, everybody have a great night. See you tomorrow. Take care. Thanks for watching. And we will see you again on another episode of Cruise Control. Bye.